Hi. Hi. I am so excited this week. I am having my first official guest on the show. Although you have been here before. I played our original episode. I think it was around this time last year. I released it here. And even though you released on your podcast, it's one of my most listened to. So that shows me that everybody is going to be pumped about my guest this week. And that is somebody I really feel privileged to call a friend, Nicole Eaton. Hello and welcome. Hi, I'm like so excited to pop your cherry. Your guest cherry. <laughs> I am so excited that you're the one I'm popping it with. It was so, bound to be. It was bound to be, exactly. I am sure that everybody listening knows exactly who you are and is already following you because you're amazing and you have so much to offer. But on the offshoot that somebody is meeting you for the first time here today, could you give us your quick little, hi, how are you? What do you do? Your quick little bio? Yes, of course. Um, for anybody who doesn't know me, I'm Nicole Eaton. I'm author of the books, Rock Your Soul and Rock Your Comeback, The Down to Earth Guide to Reclaiming Your Power. I'm an intuitive therapist. I host the Rock Your Comeback podcast. And my whole thing is helping people feel powerful to make choices in their life that are more aligned so that they're happier. That's my my obsession. And you embody it and you do it so well. And I can say from personal experience, having you in my life has expanded me. And so I am just so excited to share you with my audience because I know they will be all the better for it. There's so much I want to talk to you about, but the first thing is what you just said, your book, Rock Your Comeback, which I had the absolute privilege of getting my hands on a bit early and it's amazing. And it is so needed right now, especially the season that we're coming into when this is going to be released. We're coming into fall. We're coming into routines. We're coming into, oh my God, what happened this summer? It's time for me to clean it up and get back to what I am doing. And so can you share with us what inspired you to write that book, Rock Your Comeback? Well, first of all, thank you for saying all that because, you know, when you're, when you're sharing information online, especially it's like, I always hope that I share things that are helpful to me loud enough for other people to hear them, <laughs> but you never know. You never know if you're impacting people or if it's helping. And, and so it always means a, a ton to hear that somebody is benefiting from the things I'm sharing and the ways I'm putting myself out there. So thank you for that. Um, so rock your, rock your comeback. Geez, I've got to stop naming my books. Similarly, that was that was cha challenging, but um, Rock Your Comeback, The Down to Earth Guide to Reclaiming Your Power is, it's personal, uh, to be honest. So if we go, what inspired this book? This is a open letter to myself pretty much 10 years ago. It's to the version of me who was helpless and hopeless and scared and insecure and unsure of herself and unsure of her power and feeling trapped in a life that was just burying me. And so I really looked back at what were the things that brought me to this point. And when I'm saying this point, I am a significantly more confident version of myself. I am somebody who was fine with putting myself out there, asking for more. I'm somebody who sets really strong boundaries. I'm somebody who has created so much abundance and love in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. But 10 years ago, that wasn't me. So when I sat down to write this book, I always, you know, invite the universe in to say, what do I, what do they need to know? What did I need to know at this point? 
And I really went back through from the darkest moment in my life all the way to now, what are the things and the steps that made that the case? If I could write a handbook of how to get out of your own way, (laughs) what would it look like? And Rock Your Comeback is exactly that. It is. I I can say that because I have about one fourth of it left and it was on purpose because, you know, I loved it, love it so much. And I want to get the physical copy in my hands because I just love that experience of holding a book and being able to highlight it and have the whole thing. It is so impactful. But like you said, it is so personal. You're extraordinarily open. You're extraordinarily like vulnerable about things that happened all the way through like childhood. You're what was it? A hamster or something? That, oh yeah. I yeah, started like, with a story about my preschool pet hamster and yes. <laughs> I think it's so important though, because it goes to show us sometimes we get so hung up on things that we may think feel like insignificant or small or whatever, but it it's our story. It's what happened. It, it's it's how we're dealing with these things. And you do such a masterful way of kind of putting it out there and making yourself relatable. Because I know when you first came into my life, you were somebody extraordinarily aspirational to me, right? Like somebody that is is a bridge. You're doing what I want to do. I you you had the your podcast going at that point. Your book, your first book was already out, and so you're very much and still are an expander in my life. And then reading this book felt, even though I do feel like I've gotten to know you so well, it still felt personal on a different level, but it also showed me and cemented the fact that where you are is never really who you are so long as you choose not to make that your story. And you can always choose differently and you can always choose better and you can always expand yourself if if you're open to it. What would you say? Because I know, I, I, I'm sorry. You do it so well. What would you say one of your biggest like tips and somebody who's feeling like right now, like, okay, well, I'm not where I want to be. And I don't really feel good in my life. What would you say would be a good starting point for somebody who's just ready to shake shit up in the most impactful way? Get back to the basics. Um, That sounds so simple and so silly, but all of those things add up when you're not getting sleep, when you're not eating well, when you're not getting outside and getting sunlight, when you're not moving your body. I know that we talk mindset and manifestation, but it is so hard when you're fighting physiology to manifest and get your mind in the right spot. So when I, when you open the book, it's the part in the dark. It's the understanding that we have to neutralize this heavy energy or this stuck feeling energy by becoming intentional about where our focus goes and where we spend our time and how we feed our focus. So when we start the book, it really is in that space of like, I don't really know where I'm at, or I know that, you know, I use the analogy of it's like running with your pants on backwards. It's that, you know, when you, when you put it on backwards, even if it's yoga pants, you might not realize they're on backwards, but after a while you can't like function without thinking about how it doesn't fit. It's not quite right. And our lives when it needs to change are the same way. It might've been something you ignored for a really long time. And now it might feel like it's in your face and like, you can't go a day without thinking like, man, this is jacked up. This isn't how life was supposed to be. So getting back to the basics allows you to create the building blocks that A, I'm somebody who cares about myself enough to dedicate any time to doing something different, but it also just helps you get on the biological level 
to a place where you can say, start to say, oh, okay, now I can think about what I'm thinking. I couldn't do that when I haven't slept in three days. I couldn't do that when I was so lethargic from eating total trash for three days. But now that I've gotten just a little bit of water in my system and I don't feel lethargic, I can do something different. And I think that's powerful. And I think that's underrated when people, when it comes to changing your life, I know you talk a ton about eating well and movement, but it it's a stair step in like a, a, like a foundation for all the other things. And it's a signal to your brain and saying, Hey, you're somebody I care about. You're somebody that I will create time for. You're somebody that I'm going to be intentional about. And that, that alone is self-love and that's a step above. Absolutely. And I think it's easy to forget that the foundation is the most important step. It's easy for us to feel, because Lord knows I've been there, to know where in our lives need improvement and to know, you know, what we want to be doing differently and to think that we can just automatically go to that place and fix that thing. Sometimes it's the case, but a lot of times it isn't. We need to lay some groundwork. We need to you know, for lack of a better term, we need to master the basics before we can start worrying about the minutia and the little tiny details. And I love what you just said. It, it teaches us that we're somebody that we can depend on, that we are somebody that we trust and we have our own back. And so when things do get shaky again, because let's face it, it's life, it, it's going to happen. We have those habits to kind of fall back upon. I, okay, I know I'm going to set you up. I know your answer, but I would like to hear what you're <laughs> right now because I know the season of your life that you're in. You're, you're birthing a new baby. You are being very, this is a stressful season. And so I would love to hear from you. What are you leaning on right now to keep you feeling in a place of calmness, clarity, collected, even though you have a lot going on in your life that's exciting, but it's still, you're under a lot of stress. I'm going to demystify this entirely because I am not calm, cool, and collected right now. <laughs> I I like poured myself a cup of coffee and I'm like, your anxiety does not need this cup of coffee today. <laughs> um, I, I am aware that when you go to a new level in your life, it feels like a part of you is dying a little bit. It feels like all your old stories are coming up to say, okay, who the hell do you think you are? And so I would love to be like, yeah, I'm great. I'm doing all my coping skills, which I am, but I will also acknowledge that I'm nervous as hell. I'm worried people aren't going to love this book. Like I have those anxieties that are rising up. And the thing that happens when you change your life and when you start to do something new, it will be a lot of old stories and a lot of fears that come up. It's not that they won't. It's not that no matter how like good you get in yourself, that those just disappear. But it's knowing what to do when they when they are. So my first thing is obviously I didn't start my day with a cup of coffee because I knew I was already anxious when I woke up. I went and I had a great long workout. I listened to some really inspirational things. I actually was listening to Ed Millette's podcast with Tommy, um, the Tommy John owner. I forget what his last name is, but he was basically saying like, the struggle before the breakthrough is so real. And he was talking about a point in his business where if he were to give up, 
during that point, he would never have broken through to the success where he's at. And so I listen to the things I need to be reminded of. I move my body to move the energy. I'm really intentional about what I'm putting into my body today, minus this coffee right now, (laughs) because I am trying to make sure that I keep those hard, scary thoughts at bay. I am going to take an Epsom salt bath tonight and get a good sleep tonight. Um, and after we're done, I got to get a little meditation in and some manifesting just to reset some of, some of this energy. So I will not pretend that I am calm, cool and collected, but I will tell you that even with the fear, I'm still really freaking intentional about what I'm doing with it and how I'm caving into it. I'm trying to lean back on my faith. I do I do know this book was mostly channeled. I do know that this book came from a higher version of me and there's still stuff in there that I'm like, wow, that really makes sense. Like, (laughs) and part of me is like, you wrote it moron, like just silly stuff that like, no matter how much you do this work, you will still have doubts. You will still have fears. You will still have moments where you're like, what did I just get myself into? But it's knowing that I don't have to stay there and I don't have to feed into it. That's the difference between who I was 10 years ago and who I am now. Does that make sense? It it makes complete sense. And I want to go back to something that you said in the very beginning, because I think this is where so many of us get stuck. And that is in the discomfort of choosing the comfort of our old life versus going into the uncomfortable newness and unknown of where we want to be, but bigger than that, where we're supposed to be, right? These up-leveled versions of ourselves, because I completely agree. I see this with people that I have a pleasure to work with. I know you see it all the time as well. And I felt it personally. Things feel the hardest right before that breakthrough, but it's also, it's really easy to want to hold on to what keeps us comfortable. And it's hard to bring awareness to the fact that that's what we're holding on to is really most of the time it's our bullshit. It's those old stories. You know, maybe it's drinking too much. Maybe it's eating in a way that doesn't serve our bodies. Maybe it's like you said, never being intentional with movement and just always saying, I'll start Monday. I'll start later. Like whatever that is, what advice would you give somebody who's there in, in that, in that place where, and I think it's one of the most beautiful places to be. I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert who said it like no great life transformation happened without first becoming completely sick of one shit. Right. Like, but that place, like when you're finally at that place of knowing like, Oh, it's that meme. I'm the one fucking up my life. How would you suggest to call your bullshit in that place and say, no, I, I'm not, we both love it. I'm not doing that shit anymore, but this is like, how do you take that first step into the unknown there? The biggest mistake is forgetting who you are. And the minute you remember who the fuck you are, that you are an extension of this universal energy, that you have the power inside of you that creates worlds, that your thoughts do in fact create your reality and they do truly matter in shaping your perception and that you have the power to change your energy, to change your mind and to change your life. And the minute you remember that and you stop going down that hole of what you're worried about and the thing you don't want and you start looking at, okay, so that isn't what I want, but what do I want? And you start to look forward of, okay, so I can acknowledge and, and understand why I'm scared of this next move. I'm, I can understand and acknowledge that I'm scared of putting this book out or whatever it is you've got going on. Here are the things I'm worried about. 
we can acknowledge them. We can sit with them. But the minute I remember who I am, oh yeah, I have the power in me that creates worlds and my thoughts matter. What is it that I want to see for myself? How do I want to feel in that moment? How do I want to feel tomorrow when this book gets released to the world? How do I want to feel when this goes? Like at the end of the day, if I can remember who I am and tune back into my power and my power is deciding how things get to go for me and not falling victim to anything else. And understanding that even the things that didn't work out the way that I thought they were going to, or, or as successfully as I thought they were going to, that that's still part of the plan that I don't have to cave to what I desire based on any current or present circumstance by feeding into that as the fact of my life. And the only thing that can exist for me, the minute I remember who I am and my power I remember that I get to create, I get to create something better than this. If I don't like it, I get to create something awesome. So it's not that we don't, it's not that we bypass the things that suck. You know, it's not that we have to ignore them or pretend they're not part of it. Like I said, I'm an anxious, chaotic person this morning. I'm owning it. I'm claiming it. I'm sit with it. I wrote some out this morning, but I'm also remembering who the fuck I am today and who the fuck I am is a powerful creator of my reality powerful. And when I decide, man, everything moves out of the way. And I think that's true for everybody. So if you're in a moment where you've forgotten who you are, take a deep breath, put your hand over your heart, bring your energy back in and say, okay, how could this go in my favor? How could this go in a way that feels really, really, really good to me? What would that feel like if this went my way? And then we invite the universe and show me how to make this happen. Show me how to reach people. Show me how to feel good about the work I've put out there. Show me how to help the people that need the stuff I have to offer. And let it be that easy. And let it be easy. Let it be that easy because don't you agree that in the opposite, we're doing that anyways. Instead of saying, show me how good this could be. Show me how easy this could be. Show me everything I have to gain from it. What we're doing is saying, oh, this is going to be the worst case scenario. These are all the ways that this could go wrong. These are all the reasons I can't do anything. Like we're just doing it on the other side. And all that is, is is a habit not working in our favor, which is frustrating, but also a good thing because it means we can change that habit when we get into what you just said, using different questions to allow for different behaviors and different actions. And I want to take a second and plug the combat club here for this, because that's what you do there. You provide tools that we can use. And I love it the way that you, the way that you give those tools, because you don't say in the combat club folks, if you're like, what the heck are you talking about, Heather? It is your membership program where you provide actual tools, resources, videos, journaling prompts, all the things to help people rock their comeback, rock who they want to be. You do that so brilliantly because you don't provide, this is what you do, bing, 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 bing. It's not a list, you know? What you do is you say, these are things I would like you to explore and see how they feel for your life and see what comes up for you and use these where a question that you give somebody, I might take one way and somebody else in the group might take it completely differently but that's the beauty of it is that we can find the individuality and we can, no matter what stage of life that we're in, whether it be a place where we're desperate for a comeback or, and I think this is really important if you're listening and you're like, I feel really good. I feel really rooted. I love that for you. Now's the time you strengthen that. 
now is the time you make sure you keep it because that's the other fatal flaw that we can get in. And again, I'm speaking from personal experience is we get really comfortable because we have, we, we, we strengthen our habits. We've stepped into this new up-level version of ourselves. We become the person that we want to be. And then we coast and we forget that it's work to stay there too. And the beautiful thing is, is when we continue to work on our growth in stages like that, that's where we can expand even bigger. And so, you know, all that to say, regardless of where you are, I hope that you take what you're listening and, you know, use it when you go into that book or use it when you go into the comeback club, because there's something there for you to gain. And maybe, okay, I want to go there. What about all the people listening who are like, well, I feel good right now. Like I feel steady. I feel whatever. I don't know as if I need to be thinking about these tools. Like, what do you, how, how would you approach somebody who's in that place in their life? That's amazing. If you, if you, I think there are like areas, even for me, where I'm like growth, 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 and then I'm living my growth. Mm -hmm. And that is perfectly fine and normal and awesome. If you're in a good place, stay there. If you're in a good place, know the things that you're doing and be mindful of the things that you're doing that create good space for you. I think that that's the big thing is we start doing things that work for us. And then we kind of let it fade off and then it's not quite working. So just pay attention. If you're in a great place, like what are the things that make it great? And how are you going to be intentional on the times where you dip off to bring those things back? Whether it's listening to more music, whether it's hanging out with certain groups of people, whether it's partaking in an activity that you love, whatever that is, do more of that and just be mindful. I think that even in the good times, we can be aware and mindful and um, appreciative and in stack on it. Like, let's add to it if you want to, if you're ready to, but that gratitude of, oh, so grateful to feel in such a good space. I'm so grateful for the way things are going in my life. I'm so grateful. Like gratitude will help you stay at that elevated energy too. And it matters. And letting it be easy. I mean, like just to go back to your your point, we do, the amount of, clients that have come to me and said, you know, I know healing is hard and long. (laughs) And I'm like, who who the fuck told you that? (laughs) It doesn't have to be hard and long. It doesn't have to be hard and long. Your healing can be today and focus on today. And today is an easy day to get through. And today we can do things that you love and take care of yourself and create something really fun for you. And just for today, we can do uh, something that makes you feel really, really good. And so healing today could be really incredible and easy and fun and magical. And so we get to decide how that gets to go and how that gets to play out. And I think that's the important thing, especially when we're talking about all these tools. Like if you're in a great space and you don't feel called to grow right now, that's perfect. And that's fine. And, um, amazing. And if you are like, Hey, I've really got my mindset down, but now I'm curious about intuition and manifestation. Let your curiosity lead you to your next step. And that is the reason I do love the comeback club, because there is something in there for every phase of healing and every phase of your comeback and every phase of growth, that there's something for everybody. Um, and same with rock your comeback, the book it's, there is something in there for everybody. If you feel like I'm doing really well, I have a great mindset, but I'm really curious about like manifestation energy. The last two parts are for you, babe. Like if you're like in that darkness and you, you are just trying to get out of a black hole moment, something that happened that felt really bad. And you're just trying to move past it. There's something in there for you. And, um, so wherever you're at, whether it's with, you know, your personal growth and you feeling really good, or if you're in that hard moment, 
you get to decide when and if you're ready for any of it. And I would never encourage anybody to dive deep into their soul if they're just not feeling it. That for me, like what I teach and what I focus on in my own life is my own intuition and being guided and called towards things. So if you're listening to this, it's probably for a reason. And I feel that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, this resonates with me, I'm interested, I'm curious, that would be your sign to pick up this book if it, if it's calling to you or, or join the comeback club. Um, if it's calling to you, those kind of things are for, and that actually really would be a great tag team duo together to have the community support in the comeback club and read the book. If you are interested, um, it's only $22 a month. I like to make everything super accessible for people in any way I can, but yeah, I mean, listen to your gut and where it's pulling you to grow or not grow. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for me, it's really helpful to stay on top of it, right? That's why I like, that's why I like the Combat Club. I'm big on checking in with myself monthly. And so we have like those weekly prompts that we can get to. You have like different monthly, you know, master classes that we can look at and take it or leave it. But it's nice to have some sort of dedicated routine that allows us in whatever stage of life that we're in to just take, maybe it's five minutes, you know, maybe it's, it's never taken me more than half an hour. It's usually like a quick, you know, kind of like monthly, just kind of audit, like, how am I doing? How am I feeling? Am I moving in the direction I want to be? Yes, no. Okay. Well, what do I need to address? What do I want to like strengthen? Having tools like that and a community to support you, which we've talked about, I think it was your last podcast I was on, the importance of having a community around you that is committed to their growth versus, you know, maybe just talking shit, drinking, you know, whatever, like having that. In, and if you don't have that, well, now you do because you can come hang out with both of us there. Um, you know, it, it is really, really important and it allows us to... I deal with this all the time, you know, at the gym where people get comfortable where they're at and that's a beautiful thing, but then things start slipping back in because we stop being less intentional. We stop, be- or I'm sorry, we stop being as intentional and we're not thinking about the behaviors that got us there are also the behaviors we need to keep us there if we don't continue to do them. And so, you know, bringing in some of these tools that you provide into your life will allow us to do that. It lets these things be simply things that become who we are so we can continue to grow and stack and, you know, sink into that comfort, but let it truly be comfortable because we've earned it. We're, we're there and we're doing things we feel good about versus the comfort zone, which isn't very comfortable at all. We're just kind of stuck there and just dealing with it type thing. Yeah. Well, and even sometimes when you get in a great routine and it can be a great routine, even time, even times when you're already in, have a great routine, it can feel like you're doing the things that once worked and now it's autopilot and it's not working as well. And so if you're like, I have a great routine, but I still feel kind of off. This is your sign to just sit with it and say, okay, which part of this routine is feeling a little off to me or which, what else could I be doing in that time period of that routine. And maybe that's, uh, I know for a while I was lifting so heavy for like a long time. And there was just a point in time where I was just like dreading doing the lifting. And I was like, okay, what do I need to be doing? And I just kind of tuned back in and I was like, I think I want to start doing just walks and take, and I'm like, that's not like, you know, the bullshit in my head is like, well, that's not going to get you the same uh, impact and effects as this, but it's what I needed. And I was able to switch to walks and listen into podcasts. And that 
that was something that made me feel more fulfilling and aligned. So even sometimes when we've established routines, it's okay if we change them and it's okay if we sit with what might feel better for that part of whatever routine we're doing and not just going in autopilot because the intention of what you're doing matters and the intention you're putting into it and how you're showing up for it matters. Yeah, hugely. And, you know, we don't want to be putting ourselves, like you said, in boxes where we cannot allow for flow. And quite often, I also feel like that's another part of kind of like up leveling is just getting slightly a little, like you said, like those leggings are on backwards. Like we're just getting, it's okay. I can deal with it, but like, I don't know if I want to deal with it. And so allowing ourselves to be bold enough and confident enough to try new behaviors, try new habits. Like that's how we grow. That's how we expand beyond like the current bullshit or not bullshit, just whatever that we're in and letting it change into something, I don't know, bigger. And I'm just feeling, I don't know, maybe I'm curious of your like energy read on this whole like situation right now and where we are in this month and coming into September. For me, it really feels like, myself and a lot of people around me in my life are just at a point where they are ready to break open some boxes and just step into something different. Yeah. I think that we're getting into an energy that is going to come, um, as a challenge of who are you? And I think that's the challenge. I don't think it has to be a bad challenge. Challenges don't have to be bad. But I do think that we're going to feel that pressure of that inner voice saying there's more for you. And these old stories coming up and saying, who are you to to think there's more for you? So I think it's a little bit of an internal battle season um, if you let it be. And I think that if you let that inner voice awaken and pay attention to it, it'll be easier for you because when you start to create intentional time to tune back in with yourself, when you start to create intentional time to sit down and write down or think about, um, what you're doing, I have this really incredible manifestation exercise. It's like a letter to the universe that I have in my book that I swear by. This is a great way to like, just check in with yourself and check in with what you want. But I think it's basically letting faith overcome fear. I think that's the season is letting faith that you're being guided to something bigger or something more um, or faith that you're being guided to get out of that relationship that's not good for you or that job that sucks or is sucking the life out of you. I think we're being called for more. And so it's you're going to answer the call or your, your challenge will deepen. Yeah. It's, it's about listening and tuning back in and believing in yourself. That's a really big part of it. It is. And I think it goes back to what you just said, deciding who you are, deciding how things are going to work out for you. And I can feel the critic or somebody who's maybe stuck in a negative spot saying, I don't know who I am. And things don't always work out for me. And I do always have. And it's then, you know, going back to another thing you said, remembering what story you're going to go with. Okay, well, that's the story you have. It, it hasn't worked out for you. And these things has happened. How has holding on to that story worked out for you? How has replaying that story worked out for you? How has telling yourself that things are always going to be hard? This is just the way that it is. How has that worked out for you? Is it worked out well for you? Okay, cool. Keep it. If it hasn't, that's when you can go back to the beginning. Decide who you are. Well, I'm not sure who I am. Okay, well then use some of these tools that you provide in your book. Use that letter, your manifestation exercise to figure out 
who the fuck you want to be, right? Like we can do things like that and give ourselves an opportunity to recreate ourselves. And I understand that that might sound really silly. If I would have been listening to this interview 10 years ago, I would have been like, recreate, that's not authentic. That's disingenuous. That's not, you know, what are you talking about? No, no, no. There's nothing inauthentic or disingenuous about it because as soon as you start that you are, so long as you're willing to continue on those actions and, and, you know, step into those behaviors. And it's really I think in some ways we're deciding who we want to be every single day, but unfortunately many of us aren't aware of it because we're deciding to just stay in the, I'm always late for work. I'm always rushing around. I'm always going to be short with my kids. I'm always going to not pack my lunch and be brushing. You know what I mean? Like that's all all the decision. And so it's as simple as breaking that chain and picking one decision to kind of start off from, like you said, like getting back to the small stuff in letting them build into something so much bigger. Well, and it and it requires two small things. It requires openness and curiosity. Being willing to be guided, inviting the universe in. There was a time period between my first book and this book. Obviously, it's five years. And people are like, well, why did it take you five years to write a book? And it's because when I moved from New York to South Carolina, I had an established business and an established identity. And when I moved here, I was working from home doing the same stuff, but it was by myself. I wasn't seeing people in person. And I started to go through like a little bit of an identity crisis of who I am I now, like what's going on for me now. And for a while I was, I was the cynic or critic. And I was like, I don't really know even what I want. I already wrote a book. I, I already have the business that I have and making good money off that, like, but something wasn't fulfilled within me. So if you're in that space and you're having that critical thought, I would encourage you to invite the universe in and just say, show me what the next right step is. Show me what the next right step is. How will this be? How can I make this more fun for myself? How can I make this more aligned for myself? Show me what's next. I'm ready and willing to be guided and create that openness and curiosity. And if you're not ready, that's fine too. Be willing to admit you're not ready. There was a time where that space where I just felt so like lost and not not myself. And I'm like, oh, I already did all the things. What am I supposed to be wanting? And I rolled with that and I was okay in that space. And so there was a moment in time where it came where I no longer was okay. And I got back on my, back on my track and not back on in my purpose. And sometimes we're not ready and that's okay. And sometimes when we're ready, we just have to move out of our stubbornness to get curious, to get open and to invite the universe in to show us what the next step is, especially when we're not sure and don't have a clear vision of that. I'm ready to see it. I'm, I'm willing to believe that things can be different for me. I'm willing to see things from a new perspective. Thank you for showing me things from a new perspective. We can invite the universe and invite our mind to open to new possibility. It'll make a huge difference. It will. And it can be that simple because I think that's what holds a lot of people back is we know we want something different. We know we want something better. And that's not to say we're not grateful for what we have, because both things can very much be true. We can be extraordinarily appreciative and hold our lives, our relationships, our families, our situations and gratitude and still say, but there's something more I could, you know, we could, both things can absolutely be true. And just allowing that to be like, that's the prayer you know, thank you. I am grateful and I am open. I I am open to what is next. I am open to what is better. I am open to doing things differently. Please help me do this. And then, you know, I know we're both very, very guilty of beating this 
horse to death of <laughs> all things, but it's so true. And then while we're there, instead of just idly waiting and going, okay, you know, like, I'm just going to chill out until I'm here. No, no, no. That's when we say, okay, now what can I do? What can my part be? My part can be, I'm going to make sure I'm drinking enough water and I'm going to make sure I go to bed early. And I'm going to make sure that I'm getting some meal prep done. I am getting in some movement. Like that's where that stuff comes in because then when you're up level, your next realization, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, when it comes to you, you are in a place to receive it. And you're in a place where like everything else just feels easy. And I think that's what happens, you know, from the outside looking in, we can look at people's situation and go, wow, she really changed overnight. Things got really good for her. We can see that. Uh, My bet is in most of those cases, it didn't happen overnight, but it, I mean, it kind of did in the sense something shifted overnight, but that person was energetically ready for a long period, maybe not long, but for a period before that. So they could meet that opportunity, meet that new job, meet that new partner, meet that new version of themselves. They could meet it and just, it's there. Like there's not that like dissonance of like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you have to be open. You have to be open and ready. Like if you're going to change your life, it it doesn't have to happen overnight. I think that's the frustration. Like even when I talk about manifestation, I think there is this, um, idea behind manifestation that it's like this, like, uh, gosh, I was thinking Sabrina, the teenage witch, right? You just, you, you just, and it's there. I don't know what she does, but you know what I mean? Um, you just, you do something and it's just, it pops up. And sometimes yes, Sometimes I'll be thinking of something and it will show up in my, in my day later. And I'll be like, oh, I forgot I was thinking about that this morning. And that's adorable. I love when the universe does that. So it's so cute. But there are also things where the manifestation has been a slow opening. And I think about this time when we were super broke, uh, I had my daughter at 20 years old and we were on WIC and government assistance and all sorts of things because we couldn't even keep the lights on. We were so broke. I was still in college. We were paying for daycare. My husband worked a commission-based job. And I remember when I started to invite the universe in and set some manifestations, it wasn't like we built an oasis in our backyard overnight and live in our dream house. Okay. It wasn't like two days went by and this is what it was. It was that I started to believe in more and opportunities began presenting themselves for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And an, an opportunity for my daughter to go to a free preschool instead of daycare opened. That saved us $16,000 a year. And my husband got a promotion and that. And it was just like all these little moments over a span of time where opportunities came in for more, for more money, for more joy, for more connection, for more peace, for more... And that's the thing with manifestation is, yes, do I believe in my heart and my soul that that the universe can work in magic, rapid, miracle time? Yes, I think that it can. However, more often than not, manifestation is an instant because if we got everything we wanted the minute we thought of it, I don't think it would be the life we ultimately want because there's a bigger blueprint, because sometimes we have to learn hard lessons, because sometimes the jobs or the people we want in our life aren't that aren't it. They're not it for us. So when we invite the universe in to have an opinion, it, it can open doors slowly. And those doors, the minute we're grateful for them, open more doors. And the more we expand ourselves, it it can look a lot like a little bit of a slow process, but it's all happening in our favor the minute we start to put our mind in a different direction. And, I, and again, like I'm 
people really get messed up when it comes to to manifestation that it just has to be this instant thing and if it doesn't come by the end of the day it's not even real and and it has to be physical and the thing I'll always yell to the top of my fucking lungs until the day I die is the most powerful manifestation that you can have in your life when you're changing your life and when you're manifesting and when you're including these things in your life is to begin to decide how you want to feel throughout your day who do you want to be to your kids who do you want to be to your spouse who do you want to be to your clients or the people you show up for manifest who you are and the other stuff I guarantee you will fall into place. Right. It is the energy. I it couldn't agree fun. more. I couldn't agree more because it's not, that's how we become an alignment. We cannot, you know, it's, it's cliche, but it's true. How many people win the lottery and actually keep that money? It's very small because they're not aligned with it. How many people do I see lose weight because they did some diet and then a month later, right back to where they started, if not worse, there's a thousand reasons why that could happen. But one of them, the hippie and me can't let it go. It's because they're not in alignment with that version of themselves. They're still keeping the story of this is hard. I can't stay here. I have to work at this. I will, I am not this version. It's the same thing. Like I, when we take, when we do what you said, when we manifest the feeling, manifest how we want to show up, manifest what we are doing, what we're really doing is taking ownership. And we're saying, like you said, I deserve better. This is who I am. That's what we're doing. And we're saying, you know, maybe she manifested it. Maybe she worked her ass off for it. Like that is the perfect energy of, I'm going to show up in my life as if this thing was already done. That's one of my favorite questions to ask people. Okay, if you were a healthy person and if you were in a body that you loved, what would you do? Okay, well, guess what, bitch? Go do it. And that's how yes. you get it. You know, like it's stepping into that. And like you said, and then from there, just trusting that you will be supported because you and I both know, and then they can just take our word for it. They are going to be, you know, and that's why, you know, these the tools in both books, because rock your soul is a banger too. Like it is, if you really want a two for one, like it's, it's a banger and it's, it's a read that people can get through. Like you could pick up rock your soul and you could go through a weekend in blocks of time and suck it all in. You will walk away with such amazing takeaways, like such amazing takeaways. Same thing with rock your comeback, like just picking it up even if just opening a section and just seeing kind of where you land, like, what are you going to hear? You have tools in it, but you, you have research. You're not just like throwing shit out there. You're talking about, you know, this is why this is happening. This is why our brains work this way. And so if you're somebody like me, like I want to know, okay, well, show me the logic too. show me why this matters. Well, guess what? Nicole has your back. because. she's trained in this like that's what your degrees are in you're very well versed in all this stuff yeah I I have a master's in mental health counseling above all and I trained with a psychic medium as an intuitive for a couple years so I really mix the best of both worlds and I'm somebody who wants to know why things work like Mm -hmm. I don't want someone to tell me to do something I will never blindly follow and so I made sure that I found as much supporting evidence of these, um, of the things I'm saying so that 
I know, and you know that I'm not just saying them for fun. I'm saying them because they work. I'm saying them because they have science behind them. I'm saying them because that even if you can't get behind the energy and the woo woo and all of that, that there are actual scientists studying these topics and here's what they have to say about it. And hopefully I'm able to present that um, data in a way that is not boring because that's really important to me. But uh, yeah, everything, if you can't get behind the woo-woo, there's still something in there for you. If you want the woo-woo, it's at the end. And I'll tell you, I've read this book 95 million times as Heather knows that when you're editing a book and doing a book, you you I could quote it to you in my sleep. You could read it to us right now, I'm sure. Every single time I read this book, it gets like, you start off where you're at and it just gets lighter. Like it just like, do not quit halfway through the feeling and the energy of the last couple parts. Holy hell. Like they just, you just leave feeling like, huh? Like I, and again, it's not me tuning my own horn. It's just energetics. Like it feels so good to, uh, get to the end. It just feels lighter. So read it. Let me know what you think. It's really important. Um, and you can really support this this book by leaving a review on Amazon. That is huge, huge, huge help to independent and self-published authors for you to leave a review on Amazon, to share with friends, to buy some for friends. If you work for an organization, to buy for your organization. I It means the world to people like Heather and I who have poured our work and our heart and our souls and our vulnerable uh, experiences into books to have people speak positively about them, to have people um, share them. It means the world. Yeah. And I'm going to link all of this. So you'll, they'll be able to see it right in the show notes. I'll put a link to the book in. I, like I said, I am this close. If, if you're not watching this, my fingers are about an inch apart to being done with it. I had to rip myself away from it. It is that amazing, that impactful. And I'm lucky enough to kind of have you in my back pocket and I can't tell you how much I gained from it, right? I, I There is actionable tools all the way through that. But beyond that, it's enjoyable to read. It's funny. It's light. It's easy. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It is really the perfect mix where you just sit down and you feel like you're having a conversation with the best of friend, the friend who sees your potential and who is holding you accountable to it in the most loving way. I cannot say enough good things about it. And I'm just so excited for everybody to get their hands on it and to take what they get from it and just bring it out into the world because it's, that's how we make changes. That's how cool things happen. And I'm, yeah, you're, you're an honor to know. And I'm so excited. If somebody met you today, I feel very like proud that I got to introduce them to you. Aww. So before we tie up, Comeback Club, I'm going to promote it just one more time. It really is, folks. It's let's like this is like the cost of what two cups of coffee. You will gain so much from it. And if you're buying the book, which of course you are, why aren't you tying that in together? Give that to yourself as a little gift this fall to like, we all like to get our shit together before the new year. Like, perfect timing. It's the perfect timing to tie it in. So where can people find you, find the book, find the comeback club, find your services, all that stuff. So I'm going to tell you a secret. If you want to hear it really quick, if you purchase the book from my website and you can get free shipping by using the code comeback, C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K on all capitals, there will be a bookmark in the book 
And on it is a code for 50% off your first month of the Comeback Club, which makes it 11 bucks. So even if you just want a house information for one month, you can for $11. It has every course I've ever made, a brand new course every month. And we do like group therapy. We do like a live Q&A once a month. And then I pop on live all the time because I love it there. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so if you order the book and I'm giving you a it's like a $5 off code with the code comeback. And then when you get the book from my web, from my website, nicoleeaton.com, it'll give you 50% off the um, actual, the comeback club membership. So you don't have to stay for more than a month, but I just want people to feel back in their power. That is something I'm deeply passionate about. So thank you again, Heather, for having me on. You can find me at nicoleeaton.com and that's nicoleeaton.xo on Instagram and TikTok. I answer my DMs. So let me know what you think. It like I that's something really important to me is being personable and connecting with people. So I'd love to hear from you. And um thank you again, Heather. This is amazing. I hope your first guest experience was what you intended. This, this was great. Now I just need to make sure that I can publish it. But guess what? I have you in my back pocket to ask. <laughs> it's going to be great. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. I will be sure to put everything Nicole just said down in the show notes. So it is easy for you to find, easy for you to order, and easy for you to review once you've gotten all your amazing takeaways. Thank you guys all for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.